Well, y'all are just in for a treat today. I have this amazing guest that I got to interview and a good friend of mine. Her name is Victoria Dumay. And let me tell you, she is just a phenomenal woman, y'all. You're going to want to stick around for this one. It's a little bit longer typically than I try to go for interviews, but let me tell you, it is worth every minute and you're going to get so much goodness out of it. We're talking about gratitude. We're talking about journaling and how to go a little bit deeper. We're talking about really just how to step into all of the things that God has provided and already promised over your life. And I'm just telling you, let's just dig in. You're going to love this. This is going to be so good. She has so much to bring to the table when it comes to these topics. And you're going to want to grab a pen and paper for this and jot some notes down. So let's get in it. Hey friend, welcome to Purposefully Planned Mom Life. Are you over rocking that hot mess mom bun? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering when you're going to figure it out and how to have more balance in your day to day? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel disappointment when nothing goes as you intended and somehow the house is still a mess, you haven't showered again, and yeah, that quiet time, forget about it. Hey, I'm Sarah. I too was that busy mama who looked like I had it together but deep down struggled with how I somehow got lost in this new season. I wanted more balance in my life, and I wanted to work towards my God-given goals and dreams, but didn't know where to start now that I was a parent. I kept telling myself, this is how life is now, and I'm simply just a hot mess mom. Eventually, I broke up with that ungodly belief over my life and began planning and journaling and taking action. In this podcast, you will learn how to prioritize and plan, develop intentional habits, and build your faith as a busy, multi-passionate mama so that you can have more clarity, confidence, and purpose in all that God is calling you into. If you're ready, yank up those high-waisted leggings, grab that journal and planner, and let's get to it. Well, hey, Victoria, thank you so much for being on the show. I am so beyond honored, excited, and just thrilled to have you on. Um, I know you and I have known each other for, oh gosh, we met in the strangest way. We met at a Zumba certification uh, weekend, which was awesome. Probably a little, probably almost two years ago now. Actually, yeah, it's definitely been at least two years, but I'm just so happy to have you here. And I'm so thankful that you're going to come and share all the things gratitude today. So tell us, tell the audience a little bit about you, like what's your story, who you are, like share whatever it is that's on your heart today. Yeah, no. And actually we, we will, we would have had met three years this November. Cause it was my, I remember it was 2019 and it was my birthday month. So it'd be three years in November. So oh my gosh. Like, that's so funny. Yeah. Yes. And I'm super grateful. Thank you so much. I am, you know, what I call the gratitude queen, the gratitude coach. So super grateful to be on your podcast. Thank you for having me. My name is Victoria Dumay and I'm a life coach. I call myself the gratitude coach because I love to kind of intertwine and in, in like weave in the concept of gratitude at a deeper level um, into my practice and the modalities that I teach. Um, and, you know, my life coaching business or life coaching um, phase of my life started when I was healing from a very difficult divorce. And I had a lot of transformation and healing happen through throughout those couple years. And I felt very called to use what God was doing in my life through my healing to help others. And that actually, I always say that this industry found me because I had a lot of women just messaging me, you know, asking me for advice. And I found myself in messenger a lot, just 
counseling and giving the best advice and just sharing some of the things that I was doing to heal and discovering about myself and my traumas from my past and some of the unconscious habits and things that I had started doing that I wasn't aware of. And I was helping women in, in, you know, in their journey. And I said, you know, I'm going to take a leap and get certified and, and, and seek this, this industry or this, you know, this career path a little bit deeper. And I'm so happy that I did because it's completely um, brought me to a place of so much more joy, contentment, my life completely fueled in gratitude, which is my brand is titled fueled by gratitude. And I have never been happier, you know, just to quickly say that. So today I help women not just survive through life, but thrive in life. And that is my mission is to help women live in that full authenticity and expression. And again, just thrive throughout, thrive through life and not just live in mediocrity. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. And isn't that, you know, I think it's so easy to kind of fall into just living complacent and kind of just floating through life. And we've talked about that on the show too. And it's just, you know, are you working towards purpose? Are you working, you know, to the fullest capacity that you can not working? I say working as in, are you moving and growing, you know, to the fullest capacity or are you just kind of floating through life and enjoying it maybe, but not to the, what you, to the extent that you could. So I love that. That's so good. What most people don't realize is that they have chosen to settle in aspects of their life. And I believe that we're not called to settle, right? We're not called, we're called to do great things. We're We're called to cause transformation. God uses us to do extraordinary things. And that's how we get to kind of partner with God to do, to become extraordinary through the extraordinary works that he's going to do through us. And I think he calls all of us to step into that. And I think, especially as women, we know, like we have that inner voice. We have that inner intuition. Mm -hmm. We have and I believe that God created women to have power intuition. And we ha- also have the ability to have an analytical brain as well and an intuitive side of our brain to, to know, like, listen, go inwards and, and, and listen to that calling because it's there. And I think a lot of women, if they're listening, they, they felt that tug. And it's just to ask yourself, like, am I, like you said, am I growing towards that? Am I going towards that, that level? And it, we all know fear is going to show up, but like, are you allowing God to work with work, you know, with you and through you to overcome those fears and, and give you that life that he's called us to have abundant life that he calls that he has promised us. So I think that once you get there, you're going to be happy. You're going to be happy that you took that leap and, and got out of the comfort zone. Yeah. So, so true. Oh my gosh. So good. Well, I know that, like you said, you're a your focus is your brand is fueled by gratitude. You call yourself a gratitude coach. And I love that because I think that's so unique to, and it's such a great way of being like, well, you know, maybe this is the missing piece that some people just don't even think about, right. Is living a life fueled by gratitude. So what is, let's start with what is gratitude? Like in your own words, what does that encompass? What does that mean to you? And what has like, what is that? Okay. So I always start by saying that gratitude is not, a concept that is foreign, right? Everyone's heard, you know, gratitude or start with gratitude or gratitude changes everything, you know, be grateful for what you have. And we all get that. But this is the difference is that if you only allow the concept of gratitude or the practice of gratitude to just be at a surface level, it's never really going to cause the transformation because gratitude is a lot deeper than just something you do. It's kind of like, you know, as 
as followers of Christ, like we know that a relationship with God is not religion, right? So let's say that like, let's use that as an example, right? Gratitude could be a religion or it could be a lifestyle, just like our walk with God is either a religion or it's a lifestyle, right? No, true transformation doesn't happen in a religion. True transformation true transformation happens with our walk with God, right? Our personal walk with God and how that, how God is using us and how we allow God to show up in our lives and make those bold moves. Well, gratitude is kind of the same thing. It could be a practice that is just surface level. It's just head. It's like a head gratitude, right? And it's not a heart gratitude. Again, going back to like the example of walking with Christ, it's like we are moved and we are, God, Jesus lives in our hearts, right? It's the, it's when our hearts are changed that when we repent, we turn our ways and we start to go in a di different direction. Gratitude is that very same thing. Gratitude has to be heart centered. It has, it cannot be a head centered, uh, form of practice. It's something that really does put you, what I call gratitude is a position of worship. It's like our hands are up, we're in gratitude and in worship. And that becomes like our antenna to heal, to receive and to experience abundance and prosperity. And so people who are in gratitude will be in a position to be able to heal, to manifest you know, and to be in prayer mode because it's the worship mode. It's the position of worship. And that's really the best way that I can explain what gratitude is, is that it's a position of worship. It's a position of the antenna. It's the, you know, if you picture your arms straight up, like when you're in worship, it's the antenna. So gratitude is the, is the receptor to be able to receive a lot and also puts you in a position to be able to give. You can give and receive abundantly when you are transformed through gratitude. So it changes your lens now. Now you see differently, right? We hear these spiritual sayings like, I was blind, but now I see. Gratitude is the same thing. You start to see things in an optimistic way. You start to see what's going great. You see the opportunities. You see the abundance versus when you're not fueled by gratitude, you're not living in gratitude. You see lack. You see uh, what's going wrong. You focus on fear. You focus on worry. You're in doubt. You're in pessimism. You are in revenge. You're in hate, um, hate and rage. You are in all of these uh, negative emotions where gratitude allows you to be in love and allows you to be in joy and to see all the amazing things that are available to you. And you are now in alignment of the availability that is yours, the promises of God, that you can step into those truths versus the lies of the enemy, right? Because the enemy wants to keep you in fear, wants to keep you in bondage, wants to keep you feeling unworthy and not valuable and not a, a powerful creator. He wants you to keep you limited. And so when you're um, in lack, you can't be in gratitude, right? Because when you're lack, you feel like you don't have, you mm -hmm. don't have the ability. When you're in gratitude, you get to fuel yourself with a power that says you have, you have the opportunity, you have the strength, you have the wisdom, and it's all available to you and it's here for you to claim. And so there, that's really the difference is that it, it really does cause transformation within you, inside of you, so that you can show up in this world completely in a level of confidence um, versus and, and show up in the world that is in worry, show up in the world like in a worry state, right? Or in a lack state. And so that's really kind of like an overview without going very, very in depth. But when you step into that level of gratitude, you do realize that that is what fuels your mornings, your days, your life, your everything. It really starts to um, bring you into the alignment of what I truly believe God wants for our lives and, and the energies in which we want to align with. Um, that, that lift us, you know, at the end wow. of the day. 
That's so good. Oh my gosh. I love how you said it's like a position of worship. And I think that comparing it also to, you know, what you're talking about with being in the church and stuff, you know, there are things that we do even in the physical, you know, like when you go to church, right. Especially if you go to like a charismatic church, which I love, right. Um, you, you do, you open up your hands and you are there to receive, you position yourself to receive in a way physically, and then also within your heart. And I think that's just so, it's just amazing. I think it's such a great you know, example. And I think that it is true. I think gratitude is one of those things that it's, it's kind of like a, I don't want to say it's a fluff word, but people have made it almost like this fluffy thing. When in reality, if you break it down, like the way that you just did, it's so much deeper than that. And it's, it's like you said, a lifestyle, it's a way of living and not just a way of, you know, thinking, but it's heart centered. And I think that's just so amazing. Oh my gosh. We could like probably go on all day about that, but (laughs) started with too, is that when you're in gratitude, you can't be in complacency because see complacency is what we call toxic gratitude. It's saying, well, I, I don't need to have more. I'm good where I'm at. And that keeps you in complacency. And so some people can say, well, I'm grateful for what I have. So why should I, you know, need more? Well, actually that's what we call toxic gratitude is actually not in the same energy of the real gratitude, heart centered gratitude, because you're actually settling and not doing what you're called to do and going out and stepping out in faith. When you choose complacency, you're actually in the spirit of fear. Um, and so you're not in God's God's alignment at all because God doesn't call us to have a spirit of fear. So when you look at your life and you look and you kind of digest it and kind of like, you know, it, you know, dissect it, I guess, and looks like where is fear in my heart and where is fear in my life, then you'll see that you're not in gratitude because gratitude and fear cannot even be in the same plane. <laughs> so yeah. that's, I like to talk about toxic gratitude a lot is to kind of, I, I say always, I always say, check yourself before you wreck yourself and to really check your heart, check your life, check the alignment that you're in. And if what you're doing and the decisions that you're making are out of fear and that is settling and saying, but then trying to cover it with gratitude, you're actually not in gratitude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. That's so amazing. <laughs> I love that. Ugh. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, girl, preach it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. So I know that you've walked through, you talked a little bit about just your story. You know, you went through a pretty, you know, traumatic and some heartache and some challenges in your personal life over the past few years. And that's kind of brought you to this place of, you know, really living a life full of gratitude. So can you tell us a little bit of how the expression of gratitude just in your life, how it's radically changed you and maybe your outlook and even when you're going through even when, well, in your case, when you went through, you know, maybe people that are listening are like, you know, I'm going through some stuff right now. I'm going through heartache, some challenges or trauma or whatever, or maybe they're just in the thick of motherhood and they're just like, I'm losing my mind. You know what I mean? What are some, tell us how the expression of gratitude changed you. And maybe that can just be a great, I think that'll be a great testimony for somebody who's listening. Who's like, "Mm, I'm going through some stuff too. So I think the biggest, without going really, really deep into my, the whole healing journey and my trauma, and even not just the trauma I went through as through the divorce itself, but how it started to reveal my past trauma, the biggest thing that I can uh, bring awareness to is that gratitude allows you to step into seeing what is available, right? So when you're in a situation and it's not so great, right? When you're going through a divorce, you are your your brain and your body almost navigates to that fear mindset and the worry mindset, anger, rage, and 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 hate, right? So you have 
something that happened. It's like fight or flight. Right. You go into survival mode. And so it's going to trigger all types of like physical and emotional reactions. And you're going to react and you're going to feel all of these negative emotions that really are not fueling you to go upwards. Right. And so, but when you intentionally and consciously choose to override those emotions it takes a conscious effort and that's the thing is that like your body is actually it's unconscious is going to go there it's going to go to especially if you have past traumas right so it's going to trigger those past traumas so if you have a history of things kind of really failing you and going you know going badly uh you know i had my mom went through a divorce my dad you know wasn't very nice to my mom and my grandfather like i have all this past trauma it triggered those so we're naturally going to just think and assume the worst right because we've experienced experienced it maybe in the past and now it's happening again or it's happening to us and so we we can get to a place where it says like okay well this is it this is the cards that I'm dealt and then you go into what's called the victim mindset right so now you're a victim to all these circumstances to your situations and there is no power at all whatsoever when you are in this spiral right when you're in this downward spiral when you're in victim when you feel this is all that is that is that you are handed and there's no control and there's no power that you have and you almost you know, for me, I was, I remember a season where I was so mad at God for allowing this to happen. Like, well, how could you let this happen to me? You know, and it just, there's nothing good that can come out of that. So you have to step into an authoritative, you know, stance and you have to step into a conquering stance. And one day I was going for a walk, um, just, you know, a month into my divorce and I was listening to Charles Stanley and he was talking about, um, how we are, super conquerors in Christ. And I could cry right now thinking like it was a message that I needed to hear at that moment because I felt very helpless, you know, for a season. And then when he reminded me of the promise and the authority that God has given us through Christ, that we are super conquerors, that we are winners, we're victorious and that we will have victory and not we'll have it, that the victory is already ours. When I started taking on that stance, I started giving gratitude in advance for the victory that God was going to give me. And so I had to consciously choose, no matter what the circumstance was, no matter what my past was, it didn't matter because I was looking into this future that I was going to have victory over my life and that I was going to have healing and I was going to conquer over this because I was called to be a super conqueror. And so that's what gratitude did for me is that it put me in again in a stance of receiving that victory. And so it, again, you have to kind of rewire what you're naturally going to be gravitating towards based on your experiences or based on what you're even experiencing. You have to kind of see in advance um, and then surrender the how and whatever, but then choose the possibility. Right? You, it, it's choosing the possible outcome that you maybe don't know how, or maybe you're not feeling right now, but you're choosing that possible outcome of victory and then giving gratitude and feeling the gratitude that, oh, this is mine. This is mine to have. This is a promise. This is an authoritative. Uh, I get to speak this authority over my life and stand in that authority. And that's what gratitude really does do. But again, it takes conscience. So it, it, it gets very deep um, because there's modalities and practices that help you override your unconscious patterns. But it starts with, again, taking out the victim mindset and that downward spiral emotions and then choosing the gratitude, which is what helps you elevate into those, those optimistic um, thoughts that say, no, I'm going to do this and it's going to happen. And then again, again, puts you in a stance of faith that you don't need to know the how, but you choose to have 
the belief that that it's going to work out however and then it does and then god moves and then it oh it's amazing and you know today i have an amazing relationship with my ex and we co-parent amazingly him and his his wife they have a baby i babysit the baby i mean it's we've created an amazing uh co-parenting relationship and, and house for both for our children um i never would have thought that could have been you know what i mean like i yeah. never you, that the first year of going through my divorce i would have laughed at you you know and and but god can heal and he can you know and i focused in on healing and then that allowed me to forgive you know it was just a lot of transformation that occurred and so now i have this stance for everything that like yeah i don't know the how but god always comes through and he and he really does yeah, that's so amazing. And I think, like you said, just, you know, especially when we go through really hard things and especially when it comes to like generational issues and scars and things that happen, you know, we've, we've dealt with some of those things in my family and, you know, my parents had to break, were the generation breakers of that. Um, and I believe with everything that you are that generational breaker now of, you know, having some of those things that have, you know, tried to attack your life and your relationships and keeping you trying to bring you down to a place to where you doubt and are not sure. And you live in a place of fear so that you don't walk out all that God has called you to, because knowing you personally, I know there are so many incredible, amazing, big things that you're going to do. And I can't wait to, I'm so, I'm just so excited to be a part of this journey and to be able to watch and, and see and be a part of that. So anyways, but, um, okay. So what are some, let's just say, and I know this can go in super depth, but just for the sake of, you know, some people, maybe they're listening and they're like, okay, well, Victoria, what do I do? So what are some like easy, cause we like easy on this show just starting practices. So what are some things that they can implement right now into their daily or maybe weekly routine just to kind of help get them started to positioning themselves to walk in more gratitude? Like what are just some steps that you could recommend? So definitely choosing intentional conscience gratitude practice. Okay. And, th and th this is a combination. It's an intentional conscience gratitude practice, getting deeper, with from the head and into the heart, sitting with a gratitude practice. So that could be a, a, a morning journaling gratitude practice, right? Where you are journaling and giving gratitude for, you know, what is available to you, what you have and not just have, but like what is available to you, like take it to another level and say, you know what, I am grateful for my house. Yes, that's, you know, one of the things that people can say, I have a roof over my head, I have food in the fridge, I have healthy, I'm, you know, grateful for my health or like everyone kind of says the same thing, but like take it a little deeper and say, what are you truly available? Like what's available for you that you are grateful for? Um, what, how are, what are the things that you can now steward in your life to create more abundance? That's going to take it a deeper level. And it's going to uh, evoke emotions that may have not really been stirred before, right? Like, how am I stewarding my life in a in a in a overflow of the heart for what God has given me, right? How am I stewarding my body? How am I stewarding this house, right? How am I stewarding the time that I have with my children? How am I stewarding the time that I have with my husband? That will that will penetrate a little bit deeper to say, how can I give gratitude at that level? And what you're doing there is causing transformation, not just saying, I'm grateful for what I have, but I'm grateful for what I can do with what I have, right? And then that will transform 
transpire into uh, receiving even more abundance, right? Now, when you become a steward of the relationships that you have and the house that you have and the health that you have, you're opening doors for a next level of abundance in your life. So choosing conscience, intentional conscience gratitude practice. So if you journal and you're just listing things, take it deeper to another level and say, what am I giving gratitude for? at the level of stewardship and what am I calling in that calling into my life that I can give, be grateful for what is available for me to be able to steward. Right. And then also I have a bell practice. I have to enter the bell practice is that I have a gratitude bell. It's right next to me. I won't ring it because it's really loud and I don't know how it's going to hear audio. But I have a gratitude bell, at least three around the house. We have one in the kitchen. I have one next to my, my bed upstairs and um and what i do is i consciously again this is a conscious intentional practice and i call it a neurohack it makes me want to ring my bell as much as i can throughout the day because it's kind of like a rebound into gratitude because what happens is throughout the day you're gonna have all sorts of things happen you're gonna get frustrated um you uh i don't know whatever it is we we all have different days we all have different things and what you don't know what most people don't know is that we have 60 to eighty thousand thoughts a day and 90 percent are negative. 90% are negative. So if you're not rewiring your uh, negative thoughts, you're going to naturally gravitate to what I call a low vibrational energy, right? So now you're resonating with a lot more uh, negative downward spiral emotions and energy. So it's a vibe, right? Um, it's, a, it's an energy and you're going to attract and only be drawn to those negative things. Now you're focusing on what's going wrong versus what's going right. So having a conscience bell product, uh, uh, gratitude bell practice, what it does is it makes you celebrate the wins, makes you celebrate what's actually going right. And don't overthink it by thinking that you have to celebrate the big things. It's the little things. Did you check off something on your to-do list? Did you buy groceries for the house? Did you pay an electric bill? Did you pay, pay a water bill? Did you pay for your kids' extracurricular activities? Give gratitude that you have the ability to do those things. All those small things are showing you how you're winning in life. If you're in direct sales and you have a, a business or you have a uh, did you send out some thank you cards? Did you send out some thank you messages? Did you uh, cheer on a teammate in in your in your you know business? Uh, did you send a gratitude message to a client? Did you send out client follow ups? Ring that bell. And what it did is it completely elevated my energy, my thoughts throughout the day. And now you're gonna have the same thoughts yesterday, right? So I think they say it's like you know, 90 to 80% of your thoughts are the same as yesterday. 90% of those are negative. But now if you start to rewire yourself for positive thoughts through a conscious gratitude practice, guess what? More thoughts of your everyday gets to be more positive because you're taking conscious effort to change those negative thoughts. Because if you're not consciously choosing to rewire your negative thoughts, you're going to just keep having those negative thoughts. But now maybe tomorrow you have 70% you know, negative thoughts. And then you start to have 60% negative thoughts. And what winning is that you're wiring yourself to choose to see optimism. If not, you're just going to constantly see everything that's going wrong. And you get to celebrate how amazing the day is and then into the week and into the month. And you're like, wow, I had an amazing month. I had an amazing year because you're consciously choosing to see the wins and you're going to celebrate at the end of the year, like how amazing. And you naturally will attract more opportunities into your life. And then what you resonate with draws in those positive and you start to actually not want some of the things that you used to want because what you are probably doing is you're feeding these little gremlins in your body that used to want to be negative or like, you know what I mean? Like these addiction wow. 
addictive emotions. And Dr. Joe Dispenza is this neuroscience that I love. He talks about like, we are addicted to the emotions that we feed the most. So if you're feeding negativity, you're going to be addicted to negative. If you're feeding gossip and, and drama and, you know, and anger and sadness and depression, your body's addicted to those emotions. So you're going to constantly feel those emotions because they want to be fed. It's like you got to picture like these little gremlins like living inside of you, like feed me, feed me, feed me. But you starve them by consciously feeding these love and optimism and gratitude and joy and fe and fueling your body with these high vibe emotions. So then all of a sudden those override the negative. But if you don't start consciously, you're just going to be unconscious, you know, unconsciously going to those negative thoughts. So do a journal practice, but take it a little deeper level and get a bell, ring the bell, you know, or dance. I mean, I used to mention dance by celebrating dance, but some people think that's weird, but so get a little bell, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, um, and I'm also big, big on energy and vibration is too, is like the bell is a, is another form of worship too. It's like, you know, your heart, you're ringing that bell with a heart centered worship that says, I'm putting this out, you know, and I am putting this energy out, um, and when we are in a state of worship, we are in a state of receiving. It's just, a, it's the science. It's a spiritual science. <laughs> yes. That's so good. I love that. And I, and you know, it's, it's such a simple thing that I think anybody can do. And like you said about, you know, there, I didn't know that about all the 90% negative, da, 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 but it's crazy how, you know, just like there, there's a lot of um, science around that too, not just the the thoughts part, but like, you know, somebody can do something 10 times, but if they mess it up once, everybody remembers that. It's right. just natural. Like we have to be, like you said, not only conscious, but we also have to be intentional because that's just, we are just yes. humans. We're humans. And that's just the way that our, what our brain goes to is to the negative and to the frustrating aspects, because it just amplifies bigger in our minds and what we see. And I think that it's, I think that it's so incredible and so powerful to, to remember that, you know what, you're, there are going to be tough times. There are, there are going to be things throughout life that just, you know, get thrown our way. And then, but what can we, how can we shift our focus and how can we be intentional about what we're truly you know, thinking about and what we're truly finding gratitude in. And then also, like you said, taking it deeper and saying, you know what, what, what else do I want to do in my life? Or what else do I want to see happen in my life that I'm going to already show thankfulness and gratitude now because God's already called and promised it to me. Right. Right. I think that's so it's something you have to be conscious about though. Cause if you're not, it's not, it doesn't naturally come to it. If it, if it naturally came to us, we would all be living in a state of abundance, happiness, joy, and all the things like we'd be all perfect and we're not. So, and that is just so good. And I think that's so powerful what you were saying. And I hope that whoever's listening, if you do not journal, which, you know, we love talking about on this show, you know, not only just journaling, but taking it a, to a deeper level of, you know, what are you grateful for? You know, are you living in, are you living in gratitude and taking it levels deep? And I think peeling back that little onion, I like to always, I always think of Shrek when I say that, but peeling back the onion and digging deeper. I think that's so good. So Victoria, and, oh, and to add to like that, that when you're writing what you're grateful for, um, the next step is to see how, how are you stewarding what you're grateful for? You know, how are you taking care of the things that you're grateful for? Because imagine if I said to you, I'm grateful for you, but I never do anything with you. I don't spend time with you. I don't send you messages. I don't wish you a happy birthday. I don't tell you, I don't steward our relationship. Would you really believe that I'm grateful for you? Like yeah. you would 
be like, oh, she just says she's grateful for, for me, but she does nothing for me or, or with me or celebrates me, nothing. So like when you say, God, thank you for my health or thank you for my house, he's probably like, well, are you really grateful for it? Because you do nothing. You do nothing for it. You don't steward it. You don't take good care of it. You don't take good care of your body. And if you're like, oh, thank you for the beautiful children I have. Well, how are you stewarding the relationships that you have with your children? You know, so he looks at our hearts. He doesn't care what you say. He knows he goes by heart. And so you really, truly want gratitude to, to allow you to manifest incredible abundance in your life. Look at how you're stewarding the things that you say you're grateful for. And so that's just another way to practice gratitude and say, okay, well, yeah, I can say I'm grateful for my house, but how am I really showing that? I, how am I showing my house that I'm grateful for it? You know, how, yeah. am I, how am I showing my boss? You know, people say, oh, I'm grateful for my job. Well, oh, let's look at that. You know, you're a nine to fiver. How are you really grateful for your job? Can I interview your coworkers and your boss to see if they think you're really grateful for the job? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just that next level of to really look deeper into your heart to say, you know what? It's by our actions that show if we're truly grateful for what we have. That's amazing. I love that. And that's such like, that's such a little oh, stab, like, hey, hey, check yourself. Are you actually, you know, acting it out and stewarding it, like you said? So, Victoria, this has been amazing. You got to tell us, like, where can the listeners find you? Where can they connect with you? You know, where I know you have, we have so many amazing things that you've created and that you offer, but what are some of the best places that people can connect with you, whether it's on social media or your website or tell us, share all the things. All right. Yeah. So my website is fueledbygratitude.org. You can sign up for all my exclusive content. I sent out weekly newsletters with just great mindset topics or any upcoming events that we have or workshops that we have. So definitely make sure to subscribe to that on fueledbygratitude.org. And I'm on all the social media platforms. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, the basic ones. And I love doing reels and TikToks and videos. And um, so definitely give a lot. I give a lot of you know, value there. Again, just lifestyle practices that are going to help you incorporate, create more balance in life, get you out of burnout mode, and, and just really empower you to live fully in authenticity. So we're, I mean, I could rant and rave about that. So definitely check that out. I know Sarah will have the links to that in the show notes as well. Follow me on all the platforms and I'm excited to connect with y'all in any other way uh, possible in the near future. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I'm going to include all the links below, but thank you so much again for being on the show today. This was so amazing and we'll definitely have to have you on again. Thank you. I truly hope you were able to receive something from today's episode. If you have a moment and you are loving this episode or this show, if you could please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, it would be such a blessing to me. And this is how I really know that this is somehow blessing you. Thanks so much again, friends, and until next time, have a wonderful goal-crushing week.